What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? Welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters, my favorite show of the week, my favorite day of the week, but it's almost over. The best part, though, we got a great show tonight, guys. I don't even think we're going to cover half the things I'd really love to cover because there's so much going on, but I got the guys from Hush Hush here, and we are going to just hammer at it. And before we get going, I want to just play something that, uh, and this this goes to you too, Rye, because uh, this this fits in with our kind of ongoing theme here. We got to throw in a little South Park. So what we have is a buddy of mine, uh, and I'll give him a shout out, Mountaineer Woodworks. Thank you, my man. Uh, he sent me this, and and I had forgotten about it. It's it's hilarious. A little evolution, little humor to get us going here. Let's rock. Something like this. In the beginning, we were all fish, okay, swimming around in the water. And then one day, a couple of fish had a retard baby, and the retard baby was different, so it got to live. So retard fish goes on to make more retard babies. And then one day, a retard baby fish crawled out of the ocean with its mutant fish hands, and it had butt sex with a squirrel or something and made this retard frog squirrel. And then that had a retard baby, which was a monkey fish frog. And then this monkey fish frog had butt sex with that monkey, and that monkey had a mutant retard baby that screwed another monkey, and that made you. So there you go. 
You're the retarded offspring of five monkeys having butt sex with a fish squirrel. Congratulations. Congratulations. And with it that. It should not go unnoticed, too, that, uh, you know, this is post-op for uh, Mr. Garrison. So he's got boobs and the bald head. And you know, earrings. Is, yeah, he's got the hoop earrings in, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah just got to point that out. So let me welcome. I got Mystery Mike. I got Declassified Dave. And I got Slick Frank sanders what's up gentlemen hey hey what's up man hey. <laughs> how are you doing oh guys I, i'm I, i'm happy to have you on much like last week uh our guest the mind's eye podcast i love your show and lately you guys have been crushing it with with topics that i love and you're all over the map too you don't you're not like me and my show where i'm kind of tunnel vision in the old world uh in my main podcast so you guys have been hitting it out of the park. And one of the things I want to hit on later is a little Waco because, man, that's one of my favorite subjects to get into. And you guys did a great episode on it. So welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Much appreciated. I would just like to say that that little intro clip absolutely just made my day. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That has to do with South Park. And you, oh, I love you got, it. You got Frankie. You got I love him good. It. Dude, we got an ongoing thing. Rye, Rye is infatuated with South Park. So, you know, we I, I had a tally going at one point of how many shows. We got up to like 20 shows in a row where he mentioned South Park. And uh, and and so I love it. I, um, I wasn't a big South Park guy. I was originally like when it first came out, the first couple seasons. And then I was in college, so I just totally forgot about it. And now now it's on like HBO Max and stuff. I oh. I'll sit there at night and just lay in bed and watch like two hours worth of South Park. There's no oh, yeah. better show out there, man. They can get away with shit that we can't, you know, it's beautiful. <laughs> I would say three quarters of the episodes that we've ever done. Uh, South Park has been mentioned. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'd say even a hundred percent we've, we've mentioned video games and like pop culture. It's, it's just, you know, it's, it's the part of your brain that like links everything back to like things that, that are well known. And yeah. South Park it's, is a big one. <laughs> yeah. South Park. I'm with that. South Park movies and music, those three things. Yeah. And and now it's starting to bleed into because of all these retro Instagram pages. Now I'm starting to get back into the old retro toys, and that's starting to get back in the memory bank and triggering all sorts of memories and delusions of grandeur when I was little. I've got a whole retro game collection, and I'm not giving it up. There's a lot of people who want to give theirs up, but I'm not giving that up. Oh, dude, I'm Even I'm so pissed I gave mine up. <laughs> Dude, all the old toys. Like we we really messed up by giving our old toys away. All of them. The Ninja Turtles, all this stuff. It's wild expensive now. Dude, I was GI Joe and He-Man, Star Wars. I used to have like the carrying case that looked like Vader and 3PO that you'd carry around with your friend's house and yeah, go play yeah. and Man, yes. Still got it. <laughs> oh. And we've, got, we've got a few my mom shipped me a bunch the other day. Actually, I've got this uh, this sand uh, the, what the sand Luke Skywalker. They're, none of them are in boxes, so they don't mean shit. I got uh, the Boba Fett, and then uh, we got uh, Han Solo. He's missing his blaster, but oh man, you remember the Boba fun. Fett that actually shot missiles? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was like a rarity back in the day. And trying to get that thing, I had one, and then we broke it, and uh, so then we put him on a bottle rocket and sent him into space. 
That's what you got to do. Yeah. So is what we're saying is all conspiracies lead to nostalgia? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Basically. Nostalgia so is con- uh, a conspiracy, bro. It, yeah. Well, <laughs> everything's a conspiracy. We're conspiracy theorists. Or conspiracy realists as the game really goes. Right, dude. Yeah. I mean, as far as like what, you know, what I'm up to here, dude, I'm just, uh, you know, doing the same shit, man. Uh, If it's not South Park, it's American Dad. And American Dad is better than Family Guy. Don't at me with this. It's far better than Family Guy. So, you know, there's all kinds of little truths in all these cartoons, you know, pop culture in general. Roger Rabbit's got a bunch of stuff in it. I mean, you can go on and on with like the old references in these like 90s classics and then even like early 2000s classics. And they're getting away from that stuff now, man. We mentioned last show that love, um, what is it? Love, Death and Robots show. And they're trying to do more like predictive stuff, but it's kind of like our already all been done by these childhood classics. Scooby-Doo even like I saw this meme a while back where it was saying that like, you know, when they take off the mask of these ghouls in Scooby-Doo, it's not that there's these scary things out there. There's always a person behind the scary shit that's going on in the world right so you see this like vampire thing that's running around and they pull the mask off and it's mr smithers or whatever right and you know mr smithers is like uh the rothschilds and then maybe like mr davidson is uh you know like george soros or something like that there's there's all these if you're really looking you can find this stuff in all these cartoons and it's present there man so well, it's fun, man. And that's crazy too, Rye, because y- you think about nowadays with the whole mask concept and, you know, what are we really seeing? How many of these people or things that we see on TV are actually masks or body suits and things like that? Because it- it- it's bizarre what some of the shit that's going on right now. I saw this picture uh, today and I was like, uh, uh, let me share this here. This picture of Trump and Kid Rock, right? At at the UFC fights this weekend. Now it's CGI. He's wearing a Coors. There's something <laughs> wrong with this picture because Kid Rock is 5'11. Trump is 6'3. I was gonna yeah. say that, you know. And yeah. in this picture, they are exactly the same height. Those kid not... people behind. That's the really way. That's the Kid Rock way you can may tell be wearing it's... platform shoes. <laughs> I was gonna say, is he yeah. wearing platforms? He might be wearing some serious Doc <laughs> Doc Rocks. You know. Yeah, it's just it, it's. I don't know what to trust anymore when you look at the TV because it, it, it like seems Trump. like everything it's is just skinny. deception. Mm. Yeah, I saw a picture of Will Smith the other day, and I was like, wait, it took me like eight minutes to be like, oh shit, that was an AI picture. You know, right. it's, it's hard it's to really, tell now. Yeah. Well, and there's those AI images now of of celebrities having like regular jobs, and and like you said, it had Will Smith like <laughs> yeah. working at McDonald's. Yeah, and, that was the one that I saw. Yeah, I was like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, you know? it's so bizarre, and it's like I don't know, man. I really don't know what the fuck's going on with this stuff because it's like you can't tell. Everything seems like it could be fuckery. I'm well, not everything. Oh, go ahead, dude. No, I was just going to say real quick, everything's activism, man. Like you see, uh, like, you know, the reason why Kid Rock's wearing that Coors jacket is because yeah. of the whole Bud Light thing. Right. So it's just like you can't escape politics. And, and yeah, you, to what Matt was saying, I, I feel like what you were what you were implying there is that that's not Trump. Right. Not that not that Kid Rock is on stilts. It's that 
that's is, not is that a body Trump. double? Is that actually Trump? You know, right. are these people the people or is it just a body double? You know, and I'm not picture? going as I'm not going as far as cloning or anything like that, which isn't out of the realm of possibility, but more realistically, body doubles. I mean, and we've seen it before. We've seen multiple iterations of Hillary. I mean, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's one you've we've seen a couple different versions of Biden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You, you know, so you don't know what you and then you see those like the videos where it's this woman in front of the camera. And then all of a sudden she goes like this and just rips off her head. And it's Sophia Vergara underneath. And it's like, what? Yeah. Those oh. ultra real masks. That yeah. They make. And the, the funny thing is, is there's, there's a, there's some legit uh, video of those masks, masks back in the early 2000, late nineties, where they were pretty much, you couldn't tell if it was another person or not, the face looks complete. Now add another 25 years onto that technology and onto those, the, the mask making abilities. And what do you get, you know? And like you said, you see a lot of these pictures, you know, you see the crease down in the neck and, you know, these weird little, little lines out in the earlobe area. That are not gills. Um, and around yeah. the eyes, the eyes. Yeah, is a around big the eyes. Way. Yeah, they look a little saggier than usual. But uh, that picture that you showed of Trump—is it just me, or does his head look uh, like three percent bigger than his body? Well, it's it, like, like too big. It's <laughs> like, like it's like it's skinnier almost. Yeah. Oh shit! He 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 looks like he doesn't look like the Trump. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like a deflated yeah. face. Like it sucked the life out. He's got no neck, you know. It like could it's, be. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, it's weird. Seems I mean, off. It, the photographer could be six eight. I mean, who knows? You know, yeah, could be, could be that. Could be the lighting, or it just could be a really good AI picture. I mean, they're they're getting better and better oh. and better. And one thing I wanted to say real quick before you moved on to anything else is when you were talking about the masks. Is do you think the masks was like? I'm not really big on the satanic panic thing, but do you think the masks were the like a ritual for people to wear other than just like conformity as, as like for everyone to just do it at the same time? Cause I, I still in Southern California, I still see people every day. Oh, you, you mean know, the, the, the COVID masks? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like that type of masking. Like I see that shit every day here, you know, and I'm not even in LA In LA here. It's even, Hey, I'm in Western Massachusetts and there's people that still wear them to the gym. I think, I think people just got broken. You know, I think people bought in to the fear and the compliance. And then once ever they said, okay, you know, we don't need them anymore. They never really worked anyway. Now they're just like, well, I'm, I'm going to do it anyway, just to show they're a that, part of the cult. Yeah. That yeah. I'm on that team. It's tough to know what these people are learning in like college and stuff these days because they're they're studying other cultures and in China they wear that stuff all day, right? Yeah, like yeah. so maybe you know these kids are being told, you know, it doesn't matter if there's a virus actively going around, it just is healthier to protect yourself to wear a mask, right? They're not kids. I'm not seeing them with kids. I'm seeing them with. Boomers. I'm saying co- college kids. <laughs> what what were you saying though? Like, I'm seeing them with boomers, mostly boomers. Yeah, it's oh, old boomers old. are stuck on that shit. Yeah, yep. yeah. A lot of those it's... people are college educated too, though. You know what I mean? Like that was the first wave of like mass indoctrination as far as colleges go. It seems right. Um, but 
I could be wrong. I, I feel like there's that programming is so good though. And, and, you know, the people that subject themselves to it are just sold hook, line and sinker, no matter what, like, well, I don't care. That, it's the folks that sit on Fox news every day after they get out of work. And yeah, Fox, CNN, any of that mainstream yeah, media. Did you guys see what Twitter, what Elon Musk just did on Twitter, where he labeled all the major news networks, government funded media? Get and out! All flipping out about it. What, like in their bio on Twitter? Or yeah, like shit? as like a tag, like you know, it says. I thought you were talking about this. This dude has reached oh, that's a funny. new level of trolling. So first of all, he changed his name to Harry Balls, which okay. is is fucking hilarious. And then he he wanted to remove the W from the Twitter sign Twitter. in San Francisco, but they said it was illegal. So he just painted it the same color as the background. So it would say titter. <laughs> like, dude, this guy's the ultimate troll. I mean, I, I don't trust him at all, but man, no, do I find either. him amusing as hell. Dude, I've been saying for years that Elon Musk is actually like some sort of super villain. Yeah, yeah. He's a super villain out of a fucking comic book. So what's the reason that he would be wanting to do all this stuff? You know, uh, do this goofy juvenile shit, hairy balls, titter. What's the point? Like, troll it's not America. that's not going to get the troll conservatives. The what is it? Troll the world. Yeah. Just see how many people just get get make a commotion out of triggered. It. I think yeah. he's just trying to trigger people, you know, and or see get the new generation get set off. Which could is be, funny. Could be trying for that new generation, you know, getting yeah. the the boomers and the 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 late millennials off of Twitter and trying to bring in that younger crowd. Uh, you know, if you look at Twitter, like the the user base isn't necessarily the youngest. You know, they're trying to get the Gen Zs. You know, the new up and coming, the twenty somethings. And what's the best way to do it is just to have this one guy that's questioning everything that's ever happened with that fucking social media and put putting people on blast and, and just trolling, like you said, the hardest that he possibly can. And as a 20 something year old and as a Gen Z person, you're looking at it and you're laughing. You think it's hilarious. I think it's you know? hilarious. It, it, of course, if not, if, if you're not a, a totally triggered person who is like, oh, I can't believe it. He just took over Twitter. You know, there, there were like these people up in arms screaming out in the streets like the world just ended because the dude bought a social media site. It's like, eh. You know, it was going to be the death of free speech, right? Yeah, oh, he's yeah, going to exactly. kill it. We're, we're all going to get flooded with misinformation. What are we going to do? But it's gone mm -hmm. the opposite route, completely the opposite <laughs> route, which is in insane. I never, I, I completely thought, I was like, all right, that platform is done. But that platform, even though it's still the lowest on the totem pole of all social media platforms, it's still like, the one where everybody's getting reinstated and everybody's getting to do their thing. And now you have the dude that's at the top that's writing titter on the side of their, their building in San Francisco is also putting these, these like almost you asked for it labels on these mainstream media sites because they all got, they all got caught, you know, within the last couple of weeks. So hmm. it's, it's, it's out in the open now that stuff was suppressed especially with with covid and that whole three years elections we, yeah elections yep. you know it's just you know vaccinations all that stuff it's just ukraine you know whatever is that whatever the fuck is going on twitter suppressed it and now elon musk is here like i said or like you said i i still don't trust him he's still kind of like that Gru character where like he's gonna steal the moon but 
he also like he opened that whole platform up to just being like well this is what's happening and it's i see a lot of i see a lot of crazy stuff on twitter now almost like mirrored to like some of the crazy shit that i see on reddit yep. so i think i think it's going that route and facebook and instagram since it's the same entity is is going to go a different direction they're going the opposite way there yeah. dude i just got i got a post put up and fact checked as false <laughs> and it was a it was a newscast from ohio talking about before the east palestine train derailment how they were giving out id bracelets to everybody and that's all it was was saying okay three weeks before this they just so happened in this town to give out these id bracelets that if anything, you know, happened, it would help you medically or whatever. It was a medical alert thing. And they marked it as false. I'm like, what the fuck? And then and then I, I disputed it. And I went back like an hour later and they had taken my post down. But then I go to some other girl's page and there's not even a warning on hers. And it's the same exact post. Same exact I wonder, if, I wonder if it's because it's coming from you. Yeah, you're She's, you're probably flagged with that particular yeah. AI, depending on which platform it was. You're you're probably being taken notice. And it comes in waves. You you ever notice that they they hit you and like I hadn't I hadn't gotten a uh, one of those checker things or any posts even marked in probably a good four months. And then the last week, I've had two warnings on a on or two fact checks. And something on some music that it's now banned in certain countries for some video I put up. I'm like, what? Like, why? It just, the algorithms are so weird and they, they're never consistent. I'd love yeah. to have somebody on to tell us how that works. Somebody yep. who's like an insider. That would be a really good episode. We need a, we need a rumble or rock fin version of like Instagram. Yes. <laughs> you well, know, parlor. Wasn't that TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> well tiktok's more more video than you know than yeah, images but yeah parlor seemed to be that right and it, it turned out to be a total i mean fox mm -hmm. news dan bongino and they're all just giving your information to the left you know and it's crazy that people still like dan bongino after all that stuff <laughs> it's wild like that dude is a total snake man worked in the uh, obama security uh secret service and stuff it's like it's just it's it's well, he was he was supposed to be the new voice of the right you know he was supposed to be the new the new conservative voice that was taking over and yeah well, yeah he said he was going to quit fox that. if they ever made people get vaccinated and they started doing that and he still works for fox so you shouldn't trust anything that that man says and he probably got vaccinated <laughs> yeah oh i don't think he did because i don't think any of these people did these high level people you know what i mean like why would they do that why would they why would they inject experimental technology into their body they're just going to the tell you to day, do it. at the end of the day it's still a corporation corporation can sit there and say you know what everybody needs to be vaccinated a lot of corporations did that's why people were forced to get it hey either you get this or you or you face termination you know probably people on the guest list though that didn't get it right like the anderson coopers of the world obviously he's with cnn but like uh who's high profile sean sean hannity all these people over there at fox um there are ndas out there where they say hey your life is over if you say that you, we didn't make you take the vax and it's easy to make people do that and and all these low-level people take these these uh these shots and then you know the the high profile people are just sitting there endorsing it saying that they took it mm. that's very doable i think There's i thought you were gonna say anderson cooper was with the cia 
<laughs> well, well I, I mean, it's not that that much of a reach. Hannity seems to be. He's worn the the pin on his lapel. Yeah, he rubs um, the pin off, and yeah, yeah. I think a lot of these people are. Man, I mean, uh, Anderson Cooper's a Vanderbilt. That's no secret, right? So, um, it's all yeah, Mockingbird just, stuff, man. It's all Mockingbird. Yeah. They're all just speaking what they're well, told to speak. And I found this interesting. Um, what is it? It's I guess it's a paper that some guy wrote. And it's I just downloaded it last night. It's a, and I'm 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 gonna start digging through it this week. But what he's saying is that all of these people are related and they all go back to the line of Cain. Um, all the famous people, all the presidents, all of them, they all end up going back to these certain bloodlines. And, you know, they're basically most of them are descendants of the people that came over on the Mayflower and things like that. And it's wild. Some of the I've read like a page or two and just some of the connections like right here. He's got uh, let me see what he says here. He says uh, U.S. presidents for cousins include the following George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, John Quincy Adams, Miller Fillmore, Rutherford B. Hayes, Garfield, Coolidge, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, George H.W. and W. Bush. And then like people like uh, Alan Dulles, Noel Webster, Ken Burns, Hugh Hefner, uh, Julia Child, Norman Rockwell, Charles Darwin, Francis Scott Key, Robert E. Lee, Meriwether Lewis, Helen Keller, and the Rockefellers. They're all Canes and play the part in the deception. Like Canaanites or? Yeah, like descendants of Cain. from the line of Cain where does Helen Keller fall into all that exactly as the deception right she she played into the whole she wasn't even deaf or blind right I mean if you listen to her talk how does a deaf person talk with a British accent or know what it. words sound like right yeah, yeah exactly i mean there's so much well, form those words it's probably just how their teeth fit in their mouth uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh man well so, it would make sense though when it comes to bloodlines because you know you just just look at england you know for however long it goes back whatever that descendant you know that line goes back at some point in time it goes back to the roots of that family and it could be a thousand years and you know you can you could whether it's factual or not you could pay money to find family trees that you know go back many many years and 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 see where your own family is and so it's not too far out of the question that there's one bloodline or you know like we say the what the the 13 families you know there's there's a ton of bloodlines that go back to the beginning you know, and they're in control. Just, just, I mean, and then that they have everything to do with the inception of America because you're going from the UK to America anyways. Those were, you know, Europeans that jumped jumped ship realistically. So th- there's got to be some genetic connection. If they too. actually jumped ship, you know, they it may have been them coming over here just to wipe out what was here. And and from what I've researched, there's a lot of stuff that it appears was here already, and they just wanted it, and they needed a story to concoct to uh, to be able to come over here and start wiping people out and start taking control. That seems to be more on, on the 
the truth side of of probably what happened and all the other indoctrination myths that we learned in in elementary school and you know especially if you're from the northeast you know you did the whole pilgrims and indians thing around you know thanksgiving and we had talked about this on one of our patreon episodes about the the stuff that we've done and it's like it's real cringy because yep. you're like because nobody really talks about that and i'm sure that they don't teach that in schools now of the actual stuff that happened here so it's really i don't know it's we're we're definitely living a a big lie we'll put it put it that way or it's just the, the truth has been twisted as far as it can go before it's completely false well while we're on the subject of these bloodlines that are in power i'm, I'm thinking to myself how how would one ensure that these specific people from these specific bloodlines stay in prominent places? How, how do they make sure that those people continue to be in power throughout centuries? So maybe, you know, you've, you've got the bloodline of figureheads and then multiple other bloodlines in the background sort of pulling the strings to make sure that the ancestors of their ancestors, you know, stay as the figureheads. Meanwhile, you've got the separate people from different families pulling the strings. Yep. Right. Because, you know, shit happens throughout centuries. I, I just think it would be too much of a coincidence to say, all of these people from this one bloodline just so happened to stay in power. Like how, how could anybody make sure that were to happen if there weren't some sort of external force working alongside them or behind them in the shadows to make sure that that was happening? That's a great point. Yeah. And I agree. I think, you know, if you have power, you don't want to give it up. Right. And that's what these people are. And, and the, and one way to ensure it is to, spread your seed, right? And and put them in positions of power. And when you start looking at some of these, you know, especially our, you know, polit- the high-end politicians or kings and leaders, a lot of them are related. It's just, it's, it's wild. And that's how they control the game because it's their game. This whole Babylonian money magic system and it's not our game. We can't win in this game. We can, we can be successful, but we can't win in it. You know, none of us will ever would ever be president. No one in our families will ever be president. You know, it's you have to be from a certain line. And I, you know, even 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 with Trump, I mean, he he was an outsider, so to speak. But he's not. Mm. When it boils yeah. down to it, he's he's in with them. You know, I mean, he not all of them. I mean, he's put up a hell of a fight and and stirred up some shit. He's kind of like the Elon of presidents. Yeah, it, it is interesting when people say that there's no such thing as a shadow government, right? Or like a deep state. Like it's, it seems like it's so obvious that they there talk has about to be. it. Well, yeah, they talk about it, but like they spend tax dollars on it. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but then they sit there and they tell you straight up, like, yeah, you you say that the deep state's a thing. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as a shadow government. But like what Frank was saying right now, like that, there's got to be someone that we just don't know their name. We don't know who they are. Maybe they're not even human if you want to get real weird with it. But there's something that's like saying, yeah, this uh, the United States is going to be powerful from this date to this date. And that's the deadline. 
and then we're going to shift power over here and you guys are going to pass laws and we're going to put this person in charge because we're going to rig these voting machines in this way and we're going to make it seem like it was legit you know and it, it, sometimes their plans might have some sort of uh like shortcomings like with the whole biden getting installed i think it was pretty obvious that he didn't fairly win that election right i'm not a big trump supporter but I just don't see any way in hell that Biden got more votes than Obama. I mean, that doesn't make any sense, dude. Obama dude. was popular. As much as I didn't like him, he was popular. What were you gonna say, Matt? Sorry. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna show you along with this. Uh our friend Miss Emily sent me this video uh this morning, and it goes along the lines of what you were saying about possibly, you know, non-humans. Check out these statues. Wake up. Wake up. Hey. Wake up! Wake what up! Wake up! <laughs> dude, just, <laughs> that dude commentated. Wake the fuck yeah. up! What is this? Boy, the second dude, that boy's face was smooshed. Yeah, <laughs> well, and, and even the guy over his other shoulder, his face is smooshed too. It's like, you know, what is going on? Like, and you look at um, even like the old royalty. Why did their hats have like horns on them? You know, it's just and it's all weird stuff with the long heads and the horns. And you see all this. Now, was it a birth defect? Who knows? But there was from inbreeding, you know, because we all know they inbreed like. Yeah, they like they like banging each other, you know, their sisters and brothers and stuff. I got this book right here a while back. It's called Demons, uh, the Devil and Fallen Angels. It's a pretty interesting little book. A lot of like pictures and short stories and stuff in it. But it was talking about that idea uh, that it's not so crazy. It's in all kinds of religions, not just Christianity, that there is some otherworldly entities that came down and like breeded with women, right? Or bred mm -hmm. maybe is the proper, yeah. proper way to say it. Um, bred with women. And then they they uh, ensured that that race of people stayed in power. Um, now, that's, that's interesting you say that, Rye, because over the weekend, I watched uh, the movie Knowing. Any of you guys seen that with Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. Nick Cage is a great dog, one. Dude. Yeah. He's going to be Dracula in a new movie. Yeah. That's well, this, nice. this one's, yeah, this one's wild because that's the one from, it's from 2009. And it's the one where there's this girl in 1959 who, you know, puts all these numbers in a time capsule. And then his son, who happens to be named Caleb, which if you go biblical, Caleb is one of the two people that actually survives and and reaches what is it reaches paradise or something i'm not biblical biblically savvy but he's one of the two people that that get out of egypt and uh and and so they get into it and what are there there's these whispers and the whispers are the ones who save the kids or whatever and and it's it's just a weird idea like uh, okay maybe Maybe there is an extra entity that's out there that's playing, you know, playing the role of the controller of this realm of some of these people. You know, are they looking out for your best interests or are they causing what we're going through right now? Who knows? Or are they neutral? Yeah. That's a good point. They could just be, be spectators, right? Have you guys seen the the statue that was excavated in Russia? of the alleged fallen angel 
Mm-hmm. No, uh, out, out of some mine. Yeah. So it, the, the statue is kneeling down. It's this like cloaked figure and it's kneeling down and it towers over the person in the picture next to it by probably like two feet. So imagine like if, if that statue were to be standing upright and it like were proportional to whatever being or person that it was sculpted after this thing's looking to be upwards of eight or nine feet tall. And I think those that's on the small end. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, I mean, you look at some of the skeletons that they found and stuff. I mean, there were there were beings on this planet, whether they were human or not, that were over, you know, 12 feet tall. There's some that say they were up to 30 feet tall. Mm. And look then you the- start thinking about things like the pyramids and some of these old giant buildings. And you're like, well, that would make sense because small people like us, couldn't manage that look at the diversity of people just on just us right now just on this planet uh you know it's not too far off and we're about to get into taria and that's going to be a whole thing but a lot of giant talk and and large and taller humans are, are a part of that uh that that i guess conspiracy and or you know alternative history and we the from from what i'm noticing is that even maybe as up to even only the mid 1800s that there might have been certain portions of humanity that were a lot different they might have had slightly different genetics i mean there's the diversity we have there's there's people that are 7 foot tall sometimes and they're anomalies kind of in our in our normal you know, genetics, but then you have people that are six feet tall and that's kind of the norm. And, you know, in the five range, that's kind of where people are there. There is that whole notion that what if our race, the smallest one just wiped, maybe not wiped out, but got most of them. And there's still things that are here, whether they're from another realm or dimension or planet or, you know, all those things they could just be from here. There's the Kandahar giant that happened in 2003 or four in, in, uh, was it Afghanistan? And it's just like, that's, that's a weird anomaly. And all Native Americans talk about taller, taller folk, taller people. And the mound builders were taller people. So there's just so many things that's just kind of like, there must have been something that happened. And it could have been that great reset in the mid 1800s where we just knocked out the eight foot people yeah well yeah. check check this out this is that's perfect segue into this one because this uh this video talks about back in the late 1800s to the early 1900s when farmers dug up the large and out of place mounds they found in their fields the so-called indian mounds they came across very large bones some of the skulls they found uh, well they had two rows of teeth and some of the reconstructed skeletons measured over 12 feet tall even President Lincoln, he said, the eyes of that species of extinct giants whose bones fill the mounds of America have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. One of my questions has always been, you know, what's the purpose of keeping people in the dark about other cultures and civilizations from the deep past of Earth? It doesn't take long to engineer the memory of people and make them believe something totally different, something untrue. Back then, most were convinced, based off evidence, mind you, that there was a race of giants who roamed the earth. 
So what about like dinosaur bones and stuff? I mean, like we we kind of acknowledge that dinosaur bones are fake. Doesn't well, that seem kind of weird? It's not necessarily fake. They just haven't found an intact skeleton. It right. all the things that you see in the museum are fake or composite. It's like a picture of Earth. You've never seen a real picture of Earth. They're all composites. So but that, that I mean that one image of like because I've seen that image of that giant skeleton. It just I mean. How how is that found? You know what I mean? Like that doesn't seem right in these mounds, right? In these mounds, I've read multiple accounts from the 1800s where they go in and they start digging up these mounds. And what they're finding in them are these massive skeletons and huh. massive tools and things like that, that are all buried inside these mounds. Now you think about where all the mounds are now, golf courses, cemeteries, places you'll never be able to dig up and okay. it's it's almost like they're hiding them and and a lot of the mounds when um they did come in they would just go in and flatten them they would they would flatten them and and just bury you know either bury all the stuff or or smithsonian would come in take the bones and get rid of them okay yeah it's interesting yeah i i just for some reason there's something i i need to look more into it for sure but yeah, it's definitely a, an interesting topic, just like these fully intact skeletons. You know, it seems like a rare find for sure, obviously. But yeah, but go in the mounds, look into Yeah, if you're looking to for like intact giant skull or uh, uh, things, uh, skeletons and things like that, there's actually one uh, I was listening to. I can't remember. I think it was Mel Hostemeyer's podcast, and he was talking with a guy um, who apparently right here. In, in the town that I'm in, um, in the, the local museum was this guy's journal who found a giant skeleton and in the area, in our local area here. And uh, I haven't been down to the museum. It's one of those that's open from like three to four on every other Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. on a like blood that, moon. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it's wild. There's so many stories out there of it. Now, have we seen any of these? No. So again, yeah, along with you, it could be myth, but there's a lot of stories about these giants. And like they said there, it doesn't take much to turn reality into fantasy. No, sure. I mean, look at what we just went through. There's a guy, uh, I forget his name. I think it's Dr. Gregory Little. He And he has been on a show. I forgot the name of the show I was listening to, but he talks about the ancient mound builders and how there was a giant hybrid ruling class in mid in the Ohio uh, area region, of, like Pennsylvania too, yeah. yeah, Pennsylvania, Ohio, that whole region, Arkansas, like that whole area, and that there's the Native American stories that have been passed down is that they were controlled by this class until they got fed up with it and they killed them all. Mm -hmm. So the Native Americans actually took them out, and that's that's a a whole. But that's you're talking within the realm of you know, now and, you know, within, within the last 2000 years, that's, that's what they've accounted. So it's, they would talk about people seven, eight feet tall. That were the ones that built the mounds and did all the astronomy and, and all, had all the technology, but they were hybrid, but they mm. got fed yeah. up with them and just we're done with you. Well, and there's tales of those giants being cannibals too, because there's accounts of them coming into like native villages and, you know, just wiping out 
a, a yeah. village of people and just shredding them. And, you know, and obviously because natives didn't write a lot down, most of their stories were told orally uh, and their tradition passed on orally. You're not going to find it in a book, but you can go to some of these people and they will still tell the story to this day of these these cannibalistic giants, red haired giants that would roam around and they were vicious. That book that I was just showing you mentions that cannibalistic giant story. And mm-hmm. that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah. I got to look more into it, man. I'm just not 100% sold, but I think that there's definitely some validity to it. There's a lot of people that talk about that. You know what I mean? And then there, there's like some connection to interdimensional beings or interdimensional entities with those giants too. Like that's what basically created those was some like otherworldly thing. So it's weird, man. It's a, it, it'd just be nice to get like the real straight shit from some authoritative voice that wasn't like fucking around and well, and we can actually trust what is going on there because you can't trust anybody with this information man you know what i mean like you cannot trust what you hear from universities alternative researchers all these different things they're all just saying something that's going to benefit them in it's one speculation way a lot of it you know as much a as lot you want to say it's based in research and even i i mean i've read i can't even tell you how many books i've read from the 1800s I mean, I still don't have a clue what happened or or mm. what was going on. I mean, I think I understand a little tiny bit of it better than I did before starting it, but the picture has not cleared up at all the more research you do. It seems like it gets more convoluted the deeper you go. The 1900s are foggy. Yeah. You know, right? like we still don't get it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, dude, when we were listening to Corey Hughes talk about the Holocaust and all this stuff, like the ideas of what what we're told about that is very interesting. I'm not sitting here saying that like it's all fake, right? I'm not saying that because that's very dangerous to say. But there's some there's some weird stuff with that, man. Like, you know, there there's some weird things with uh like Stonehenge was supposedly just built like really, really recently, but then they act like this was old, old shit. So it's tough to know the straight story. And I think that, uh, I mean, it's gotta be intentional, obviously. Well, yeah, You but... get groups like the Mormons, right. That, that, you know, claim that America is Egypt. And, you know, I feel like it's, these groups are put out there to kind of contradict each other and, and set ultimate confusion on us. So we don't know, and we will never know for sure. That's kind that's... of an interesting concept with like the great, the 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 grand canyon and stuff right i mean like it's interesting to think where do you sit on that do you think that that's just total bullshit put out there by the the honestly i don't know but they all have why would they all have egyptian names then all of these these mountains and such in in the area are like the temple of osiris temple of isis they're all they all have egyptian names and you know if you believe the the narrative of the people that actually got into there there's all sorts of Egyptian monuments that were in there. And you're talking about the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Okay. And why would the military guard it so heavily? It's it, they te- they say it's for our safety, right? And right. to preserve the land. <laughs> it's always, it's always because know? of you, you know? Yeah. Like, but but what the fuck? What are you hiding? If it's if it's so precious, at least let somebody in there and, and let them go look at it. Don't have Blackhawks flying over it, shooting missiles at people that that cross a certain line, like Area 51. 
Well, they let people in there, you know, not specifically this guy, but people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, they'll let into that place so that they can be like, well, yeah, they're on the up and up. It really is what the government yeah. says, you know? So, yeah, it's interesting, man. But, yeah, we just can't get the straight story with any of this stuff. And it makes, you know, doing podcasts or, or doing any kind of research on this kind of information incredibly difficult. And then if you don't get to the right conclusion that other people get to themselves, there's something wrong with you and you're you're feeding into the disinformation and stuff like that. So it is tough, man. It, it, it's a uh, oh, I'm a clown. You yeah, know, I get that's, that all that's the, the conspiracy time. game. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're a clown oh, yeah. for sharing this. Well, wh- why can't I put it out there and have people discuss it? Isn't that the point of this stuff is to hear different sides of the argument? Or are we just supposed to swallow the narrative, you know, double fist it and just deep throat the narrative? I'm like, I'm done with the narrative. I've heard it. And, you know, I don't believe it now after understanding who wrote it, what they had to benefit from it. And, you know, what's what's hidden back there? Why hide? Why why hide behind this cloak if if there's nothing really there? Like, why be so closed about it? Why not just be open? Why not open the Vatican archives so we can see, you know, what's in there? Uh, no, there's just a select few that can go in there. Mm. I think yeah, it's man. all a move to try and move people farther and farther away from, <clears throat> excuse me, actually using their brains. Mm-hmm. So if you if you hide all this all this history and this knowledge and all these things that were built and discovered and and created by people before the invention of the phone, before the invention of the internet, they just use their brains and their, their know-how and their knowledge to build these great monuments and build these great buildings and do all these, you know, the knowledge that these people had that we say, oh, they were just cavemen back then. They didn't know anything. They didn't know anything. But then you look at, you know, were the pyramids uh, semiconductors? Were they batteries? Were they set up to be this way, you know, to collect these energy fields? And, that that example is just one of many of that ancient type of culture and and ancient know-how that we're just supposed to look at and go no that's not really what it is you is know our ego that fragile yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so that's, absolutely that's, that's that's the way you explained it makes me seem like why can't we just admit that they're are cycles of humans and shit happens like giving credit to Graham Hancock because he's been crapped on. He's had his head cut off and crapped down his throat about all the stuff that he's been talking about since the early nineties. And a lot of it has validity. And, you know, I think a lot of people it's maybe it's fear. They just don't want to tell the masses that probably maybe not in our lifetimes, maybe in our lifetimes, we're going to get smacked to death with rocks or pieces of ice and they know about it or on top of that just the technology that somebody might have had previously from us they might have done it in rocks like like Mike was saying you build the pyramids their batteries the way that the composition of the geology you use plus where ley lines on top of you know water sources and all that stuff their technology was that and our technology is lithium ion and you know computer chips and Who's this? That that would totally make it just makes me feel like the ego is that fragile that we can't just be like, all right, well, from the current paradigm that everybody's taught, this is if it's if it's anything different, 
and there's people that were just as smart as us and they're not you know cave dwellers that are just ripping flesh off bones and grunting at each other 10,000 years ago that they were a lot more they were almost identical to us they just had different language and a different set of technology so that mm -hmm. would that would fuck the world up more than knowing it's flat in my opinion so well, you know yeah, it, it's it's oh, oh go ahead that ultimately just leads back to what it all leads back to and it seems like such a broad a broad statement but it's power and control that's really what it all is and like it's like Ryan was saying earlier, you know, people look at it and they go, well, there is no, uh, you know, there is no shadow government. There is no cabal. There is no this. There is no that. Um, but why is it so hard to believe that there is a, a select group of people that just want power and control? And, the, and there's many different ways to go about that throughout many different conspiracies, throughout many different uh, psyops, throughout many different, uh, you know, different things that have gone on throughout the, the history of the world. Why can't it be the suppression of history is also part of that control and power? Yep. Because mm -hmm. if you sit there and you say, I'm sorry, you, you know, we didn't know anything and all the information that we have comes from the internet and the end and, and our, our technology nowadays. And there's no way that we could have done that back then. And there's no way that we could have done in your mind, psychologically, that's taking away power from you. That's taking away the ability to look at something and going, well, maybe I don't need the electric company to provide me electric at the meter when I could go outside and build a Tesla coil, or I could go outside and build this pyramid out of certain things, put it in my backyard and feed electricity to my house. Yep. Why do I need these, these power companies? Why do I need these people in control? Yeah. Why can't I use electric culture, right? Start, start using copper to help our food grow, our plants grow bigger, you know? And I think that's, that's all of it. It's, it's, you're absolutely spot on because they just want more power and control and they want, and the way they do that is they take us away from the natural way of life. And they put us into this synthetic world full of fear and, and the consumer mindset instead of, you know, being able to trust our authorities and being able to respect our authorities because they do look out for, and they want the best for us. That, that couldn't be further from the truth. And I mean, we, we can go back, you know, three years or we can go back 20 years and you look at the, the operations they ran and there's conspiracy all over it whether it's yeah. it's the covid agenda you go back to 9-11 and what i really want to hit on with you guys is going back to waco and 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 what we were just talking about before the show and going back to the first world trade center bombing back in 1993 which is kind of crazy because that happened then two days later the waco siege begins and it's like okay so they just had a major blow up that there was a major explosion in a landmark building in America. And then the FBI is going to decide two days later that they're going to take all those resources and we're going to go after the branch Davidians. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And it's like, it's one after another, after another. And, and we can build off of Waco and go into Oklahoma city too, because that they all, it seems like all three tie in together. Not only does um, Oklahoma city very much mirror the world trade center bombing in the tactic, in the, some of the conspiracy around it, how many people were involved 
things like that. But I, I know you guys just did a show on Waco and it was outstanding. And that's one of my favorite recent topics because I have watched, you know, most of the documentaries and shows on them and there's a lot coming out now and it's a really, really deep, it's much deeper than, you know, a bunch of people had some guns and we had to take the guns from them. Let me yeah. just say, what a segue. I mean, what a segue that yeah. was. That was professional. That was that was creamy. It was smooth. <laughs> that was yeah. I, I like that. That was that was a good way to come into this. Uh, yeah, that was one thing. I mean, we just talked about it before you hit record. Where it's talking about all three events are kind of like, it, it, I didn't even think about it, and we just did a Waco episode, and I was like, oh, man, I, I didn't even think about that. All three of these these events could be interconnected because there's so many events that happen just around us every day here you know you, you can connect other types of events that are that have violence in them right now where it's just almost rampant is that the same operation is there something that's going on or is are these just major targeted events that happened in the 90s so it's just it's really interesting to see the connection of these uh of the but I, I had no idea that they were two days apart the, yeah the world trade center and then the uh the oklahoma or not and, and then the with the waco siege and then obviously timothy mcveigh was you know kind of cronies with the branch davidians he had some connections connections there and the oklahoma city bombing was essentially retaliatory but the between the way the atf was going after the branch davidians already they already had them. They already kind of had them dead to rights on certain junk gun charges. They were, they had, you know, like, like a million and a half rounds of ammo. They had grenades. They had all these, you know, all these semi-automatic weapons that were turned into automatic weapons. They were, they, even in Texas, they were breaching firearms, you know, laws. And, but ask yourself, if you know, they had this much ammo, why are you going to start a gunfight with them? Exactly. Well, that's that's the bottom line is, is they they did it. They did it wrong. And they even infiltrated them. You know, mm -hmm. they had an ATF agent that, you know, made nice and was there for a while. And, uh, you know, and he got he got made by. Yeah, they uh, fucked a, him over. Yeah, he got made by a, a, a post office worker, which actually was, you know, I believe a relative of David Koresh. So that kind of tore the whole thing up for them and uh talking about he got made sorry to interrupt you talking about he got made like in a mafia sense like he got brought in well he got he got he got a they, they figured out that he was he had infiltrated them he got you know he got he was he was the spy you know they they had figured it out they put two and two together and figured yeah. out that he wasn't one of them he was one of the atf yeah okay 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 gotcha it didn't help that he was occasionally going across the street to an abandoned house that the atf was set up inside <laughs> yeah. of but you know and had snipers on the roof yeah it's all good oh huh. yeah, yeah and it's crazy because you look at world trade the first world trade center bombing again that was muslim terrorism the first iteration of it where they blamed a blind sheik and one guy ramsey youssef who you know almost took down the World Trade Center. If, if he had done a little bit better job, he might have done some serious damage. He just basically blew a hole in the parking garage. Um, but then, you know, I remember this as a kid because I remember on the news, this was one of the first stories that I remember just constantly. They were 
they were tracking it and they, you know, first they found the rider van that he rented it, uh, the rental company that he rented the rider van from. Cause out of all the explosion, they just so happened to find the VIN number. You know, it's like, it's like in 2001 when they just so happened to find a passport yeah. in all the rubble, you know, like the, the FBI is the luckiest motherfuckers out there when it comes to finding this stuff. Um, and then, you know, you go right into Waco. And then, well, at Waco, supposedly Timothy McVeigh is one of the guys outside that's watching this. And, you know, he had some ties with the Davidians. And then two years later on, on the anniversary, supposedly he blows up the Murrah Federal Building, which mm -hmm. had a lot of paperwork that was tied to the Clintons in it. And the one of the FBI agents that was, I believe, in heading the whole operation yes. in Waco was tied. That was his home office or some, something like that. Yep. Yep. And, and it's weird because they just blew up the kid. The kids were the only ones that died. The, the FBI got warning that day not to show up to uh, the Murrah federal building. So <laughs> none, none of the federal agents died. It was just a bunch of kids in daycare really. <laughs> and a bunch of regular workers. So it's just wild though. I mean, you look at these things and as, as a kid, I was like, Oh, you know, I bought the narrative hook, line and sinker. And then when you start digging into it a little more, you start seeing this kind of web that's woven behind the scenes. And it's like, well, who benefits? And, and I can't remember the exact bill. I'll have to go back, but Biden had was, was part of signing a bill. Um, I think it had to do with domestic terrorism. I'm going to have to check this out and see if I can find Biden's it. been part of signing all of the negative bills since all of us have been alive. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah just for the past like 400 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's wild. And also, it seems like Timothy McVeigh is that one uh, FBI agent, right? <laughs> There's that. You said okay, that thing. that's what it was. In 1995, the anti-terrorism bill and Death Penalty Act. That's what it was. On February 10th, 1995, Senator Joe Biden. Okay, so February 10th, 1995, and the Oklahoma City bombing was April 19th. So less than two months prior, he introduced the Omnibus Counterterrorism Act of 1995. Um, let's see. what uh, On behalf of the Clinton administration... And then they were able to use that in the Oklahoma City bombing case. So the Omnibus Anti-Terrorist Act, what did it really say? Uh, yeah, it basically gave death penalty to terrorism. And it's, oh, okay. And then it says much of its rejected proposals were ultimately recycled as the USA Patriot Act of 2001. So it was the precursor to the Patriot Act. So they were trying to slide it in prior to Oklahoma City, and then they were successful after 9-11. Mm. And you it, see it all makes the regular you... players, like you see Chuck Schumer here, you see uh, Biden, you see Arlen Specter. Diane Feinstein's probably on I was hey, shout out. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan of her. Yeah, man. It's wild, dude. All these same people. You know, and I don't know. I was going to say something right before that, but uh, I, I completely slipped my mind. Well, if you look at 
1993 as a whole, obviously you have Waco and the, the World Trade Center bombing. But if you look at it on a broader scale as a year, it seems to be a year of fear-mongering leading up, like you said, as a precursor to more fear-mongering, which just sort of rinses and repeats. So you had these two terrorist-like sorts of events, and then you had crazy weather events, which lended the hand to to FEMA. You had some crazy earthquake in India. You had a tsunami in Japan. There were wildfires ravaging Australia. You had Baghdad, which was getting bombed to shit. You had a a wild blizzard that was happening in the United States. The the farmers union was protesting. So the whole American populace was just being bombarded with all these things that they had to worry about, which if you look at it now, 30 years in the future, looking back at it, like what what did those events sort of lead into? How did this affect our, our present and now? And you can sort of see the negative outcomes of the, the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, especially if you look at it year by year, what happened here and what did that lead to, you know? You're absolutely right. In, in the mid-90s, too, you had the Unabomber shortly after. But well, he started it. in the 70s, though. Yeah. Yeah, what did he get caught in the, the 90s or something yeah. like that? That's when, it, that's when it ended. You still had, like, I asked my mom, one one day and i was like hey has is shit different than it was when you know you were a teenager and then you were in your 20s and 30s and she's like no everything's been fucking crazy the entire time yeah it's just how you how you get the information and then how the information is delivered she said that's the only thing that's changed and everything else has just been crazy. She's like in the 90s. She goes, the 90s was fucking nuts. You just were a kid and you didn't yep. pay attention to it. Yeah, because right around that time, too, we had Rodney King and then the L.A. riots. Yeah, there's so much shit going on in the 90s. And we're like, oh, the 90s was awesome. The 80s was awesome. But there was crazy shit going on in the 80s and 90s. And we just didn't. We were kids. We didn't we didn't see it. And our, our parents were at least my parents were pretty good at being like, Oh no, I think the first time I ever saw something that was like actual live war was like when Kosovo or something like that. And I was just like, Oh, well you missed the first Gulf war then because they, they showed that like a goddamn video game on Mm -hmm. CNN and stuff. All you saw were the lasers from the bombs being dropped and everything like that. It was, it was crazy. They had coverage up the ass. To to throw it back real quick uh, to nostalgia, I have to ask a question because you guys are in the same age range. So uh, Desert Storm was going on. Did you ever have the Desert Storm collector cards? I still have them. I, I <laughs> General do Norman Schwarzkopf. I have it in a little plastic case still. That's great. And so so the of Ace of Spades, right? No, no, no. These were these were tops trading cards, right? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like playing cards. These were at, you would buy packs, and you would get like stickers of like M1 Abrams tanks or an Iraqi oh, flag or Jordan. It's, okay. it's the first time I ever learned. I like I was a big Michael Jordan fan, and because of the 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 war. I found out that there was a country named Jordan because I got the flag in one of the packs <laughs> of the trading cards. And I was like, oh, there's a country named Jordan. I want to move there. And then I read about it. And I'm like, ah, maybe not. Hard pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny, dude. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. The, the, you know, we do. 
it's wild because the it was more such you a think, weird thing too because i mean i was a kid too i mean my first indoctrination into this whole fear porn campaign was in uh either kindergarten or first grade they sat us down in school and made us watch the challenger blow up i mean Jesus. we we never got to watch tv in school but for some reason that day they put us all in front of a tv to watch that space shuttle explode and none of us knew what was going on and just thought that was, you know, part of it. And then all of a sudden the teachers like started crying and stuff and shut it off. And we're like, what? And then they're like, uh, nothing. And then you go home and you ask your parents and like, yeah, that blew up. That wasn't good. And you're like, they made us watch that. Yeah. I mean, they did the same thing for nine 11. Yeah. I was, I was 14. Yeah. They made everybody watch the second tower collapse. I saw that we we watched the, I remember them showing us, the first plane being hit it wasn't fully live but we were in like breakfast like we were in the cafeteria and they had all the tvs and we were like oh it's a trailer for a movie and and then all of a sudden it's just like wait this is the news this isn't this is and then all of a sudden while you're watching that happen live the second one hits and then they changed the channels on the tv and they brought everybody into the auditorium and then it was just fucking sheer panic i mean especially in the northeast it was complete panic in connecticut i remember people get people just you know there were some kids that were trampling over other kids and and it was just a weird environment to be in and then being home and not having any planes go over you're used to the boston new york connections going flying over over and you know every day and then having that but like i knew something was going on but I was still 14 and I wanted to go outside and go skateboarding. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't something that, but now looking back at it, it's very, uh, that's, that's where I think that's, that's where my distrust I think happened after looking at it a couple of years later and becoming like an adult and being like, this is, some, there's some weird shit going on here. And I was too young to pay attention. I remember watching cartoon network. That was the only channel that wasn't showing it. That wasn't showing the 9-11 shit over and over again, right? Like the the planes crashing into buildings. We were watching it all day. I, I actually happened to be off school that day. We just took it off. It was a Tuesday, right? Yep. And you can't forget that album that came out, God Hates Us All from Slayer, right? That that album was released that day. Jay-Z, um, too. It, it was. It was. The Blueprint. Oh, Jay-Z, the Blueprint was, too? Okay, Blueprint or Blueprint, that. too, was released that day also, or supposed to be. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, with that Slayer one, like the they they talked about planes flying into buildings and all that shit in their lyrics. It was a wild thing. Um, I remember being home that day, and then just uh, you know, my parents even were tired of it, and I thought it was cool that they were down to watch Cartoon Network with me, and we were just watching like Ed Ed and Eddie and shit, you know, oh, yeah. because my parents were just tired of seeing the shit, and um, yeah, it was a it was a weird day, and and you wonder if nine eleven is that. Or I'm sorry, if uh, COVID is that new version of 9/11, or if there's going to be something soon, that because there's got to be this heavy traumatic event that well, it's every 20 years, right? It's every 20 years they do it to us, you know. It and like I said, like it that. was the Challenger in '86. Then you get to the 2000s, and you get 9/11. You get to 2020. You get COVID. You can go back. What was it in the uh, '70s? oh shit what was it in the 60s or 70s there was i i had a whole thing well then you go to the 60s you got jfk being assassinated and everybody in that generation had to watch that and go through that i mean it's it's just a constant it's they it's generational trauma 
is is what they're inflicting on you. Okay, well, so you're saying every 20 years. So yeah, 60s, yeah, every, 80s, 2000s, 2020s, yeah. now 2040s. Well, tw- agenda 2030. Yeah, that'll yeah. be something, I'm sure. So yeah, that'll be a hoot, Danny. That'll yeah, be fun. Really you know, yeah, why not? Make sure they they don't take your guns before then. You know, that'll be oh, fun. Dude, speaking of guns, have you guys seen this shit? This is fucking crazy. Hold on. Uh, I found this video today and I was like, dude, this is this is why I am scared shitless of fucking monkeys because they are (laughs) smart sons of bitches. All right, so check this out. They give him an AK. Okay? And this guy shows him how to shoot it. Then he starts shooting at it. Like Planet of the Apes. It's like Planet of the Apes, dude. Look at this guy. He's like, yeah. No, that that's awesome. I'm actually uh, at the third part of Planet of the Apes, the the newer trilogy right now. I've been watching those the past couple of days. Those are great. Are we sure that that's not like Unreal 5.1? Oh, that's that's from Rise of the Planet of the Apes. (laughs) It's it's one of the beginning scenes. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Monkeys. Monkeys are smart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it, we are it's, monkeys. You don't want to mess with monkeys because we have uh, okay. So we have an ongoing thing here. We have this whole a uh, 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 bears versus a raccoon. Okay, so you you have to fight. No, no, you said that backwards. Bears versus raccoon. Come on, no, no, give no. me some credit you, here. Okay, you have to. It, it's five raccoons or one bear of your weight. So about a 200 pound 250 pound bear you have to fight it no weapons and it's basically fight to the death raccoons Five raccoons all day yeah stop on yeah. their little necks everyone thinks that man everyone thinks that dude a bear uh, even a bear a, at 200 pounds 250 weight. pounds a bear will fuck you up yeah. Well, not bear, only that. everybody talks like they've fought a bear already. They're like, okay, oh, trust me, dude. A biologically, biologically, its skull is just as thick, whether it's 500 pounds or 200 pounds. Whereas a raccoon skull, I could definitely crush with my foot. You also got to think of like bite force, like PSI for the bite force. And like claws. if you get if you get bit by a raccoon, like that's not going to, you know, it'll it'll mess you up, but it's not going to kill you. If a bear were to bite you, like literally like rip, rip your, your arm off. off. Yeah. <laughs> a I've raccoon's got, so not going to rip your arm off. I've had pit bulls my whole life. They have a bite force that's very similar to a great white shark, right? That doesn't mean that the damage from a, a pit bull bite is going to be the same as the damage of a great white shark bite right there's a there's some science here and there's okay. some interesting yeah. i mean there's, there's some... varying to varying well, things to it the size of the mouth the size of the teeth the dude, it, my my the son the got bit by a a, a bulldog as i think he was like three or four in the face it got him from the cheek down to his lip and it was just a quick little snap and it, it wasn't trying to like kill him it didn't try and like lock on or anything. 
Man, that thing shredded him like nothing. Well, now, think about now, this. Would you want to fight somebody your weight with claws that are this fucking long? That can do this. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> yeah, they can climb trees. Yeah. <laughs> and they make those noises. They just climb a tree like it's nothing. And that's okay. why. Why underestimates like, this? Because I I've seen a black well, bear do this like a hundred yards from me, the, in my yard when I was barbecuing, and this motherfucker just saunters up the driveway next to me, not giving a shit about me, and then just climbs forty feet up in the air and is just picking berries off a tree like it's nothing. Well, the like, last right? thing I want to do is square up with somebody that's the same weight as me right now. Like that that's the, I don't want to do that. Like <laughs> I want I'd rather I'd rather snap little 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 raccoon necks and and throw them yeet them off cliffs and stuff than you know I'll take a couple scratches and bites. As long as they don't got rabies, then you're fucked either way. But raccoons but, are weighing 20 to 30 pounds for each. Content. We're talking five of those, right? Oh, so, so they're you... seasoned. They are seasoned. Okay, raccoons. so those are those are fat coons. These are those big, are big raccoons. And we've gotten stories sent in where a single raccoon has ripped off. So there's two dudes in, in a bush turkey hunting and a, a single raccoon went in and ripped a fucking dude's ear off. Both these dudes got guns and a single raccoon ripped the dude's ear off. Okay. Was, it, was it rabid? It was not rabid. It didn't have semper. It was fine. It was just a normal ass raccoon, and it just felt like fucking this dude up for some reason. No, All right, I have, no, I they... have other questions. What are are the animals definitely aggroed at you? Like you're fighting one or the other, either way. There's no. Yes. I would right. say that yeah, there has to be like they're angry in some way. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you guys seen Cocaine Bear yet. It's a great no. movie. I think, <laughs> no. dude, it's great. I mean, I'm not even kidding. It's not like you're not watching it. Uh, you're watching it ironically, right? You're watching it to get a laugh. It's great. It's a phenomenal movie. Uh, the, you know, this Cocaine Bear. That's a different specimen. I feel like those bears that we we're watching just like run up those trees. Those are black bear. Those are sketchy ass bears. You don't want to be around them. Right, right. And they're the least dangerous of any bear. And yeah, the grizzly bears are the scary you ones. To, you know. And then a well, polar no, bear. Black, I'm not even putting a fuck you up. I'm not putting a polar bear into this equation because a polar no. bear will just end it's any a fucking dinosaur. They yeah, actively yeah. hunt human beings, right? So, yeah, I'm not talking about a polar bear. I'm talking about a bear your age or not your age, your weight. <laughs> and it's a, you know a 30 year old bear. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting, man. It's an interesting debate. It's not as cut and dry as people think. I'm not saying that the bear fight is a picnic. I'm just saying these are both horrible fights to be. Oh, in. and I'm saying, yeah, I'm with you, right? I'm not saying that I'm leaving this fucking raccoon fight unscathed. I mean, I'm hoping to get out in one piece with you six know? digits. I mean, you're yeah. losing fingers. It's it's going to be. But like I said, I'm finding that alpha. I'm going at it. I'm going to try and establish my dominance, beat the fuck out gonna of him. Fuck it in the ass. Let the others run away. <laughs> no, I'll grab it by the tail and use him as a weapon to fuck the other ones up. Right. OK. <laughs> but remember, we hey. saw that one in the car. Remember that the one raccoon in the car and the guy is trying to get it out. These rednecks, there's a, a raccoon in a car in the woods and these rednecks are trying to get it out. And this thing fucks this guy up pretty good. And it yeah. was just one raccoon. So They're scary, I, dude. I am not <laughs> underestimating the fierceness of five raccoons, but I just know that I have zero chance against a 200, 220 pound bear. Yeah, None. I feel like yeah. you could get lucky and you could get a docile bear 
and you can maybe gouge its eyes out. Gouge its eyes out. How do you how do you beat it? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you're, you're not it smashing its skull. You're not like what you're gonna you're kick it in the its neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't I choke know, it out. You, you just know? punch it right down the throat and lose a hand, and then you, now you have a stub. That you can I just stab don't. With, see, like, yeah, I don't see off. any way of establishing any sort of fight against a bear. I guess I'm thinking of like the same way that people have beat like cougars. People have killed cougars with their bare hands, right? I would fight a bear over a cougar all day. Uh, a fucking big cat. Get the fuck out of here with that. I'm not I'll touching a big cat. I'll just die. But people yeah. have beat these things to death with their bare hands before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So can, we just, I, can we just admit that that first raccoon would definitely get fucked up? Like you're punting that thing in the face. Yeah. I don't know. Like dude. one good kick to that thing's jaw and it's done. That thing is running away. Like the other four might fuck you up, but that first one, he's getting it. He's getting, he's getting paylaid. I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't want to be that guy, though. I'm going for the bear, dude. I'll fight the bear. I'll take my chances one on one versus five on one. Fuck that. Can we to make be this fair, like an AI animation? Raccoons scare the shit. Hey, dude, I'll that. ask Chat GPT right now. I got you. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Dude, yeah. Dude, ask what the odds are to to beat five raccoons and then the odds of beating one bear that was like <laughs> tell, tell it to run the simulation a hundred times so how should i how, how should it. i how well, should i, I say, word like, it should i say as you, a, as you a, tell it it's a statistical a statistical machine now now act act as a statistical uh simulation simulator and a, have a 250 pound man fight a 250 pound black bear run bear that it, you know a hundred times do, run the simulation a hundred times and then you'd have to do the same for five 20 pound raccoons okay. i'm honestly not sure if it'll work i don't know if it'll run it that way but <laughs> it might take the uh the overall stats of a bear and just apply that to attacking a man i don't know thank god chat gbt isn't legit yet because <laughs> rye, rye sent me uh some fight from the fights this weekend before the fights he sent me some chat gpt analysis of the fights of how they were going to go and i was like dude if these fucking fights go anywhere near what chat gbt says i'm done i give up game over <laughs> this is all fake it's already been predicted and thankfully it got everything you know most of it wrong it's mostly wrong, yeah, which is interesting. So now what I'm doing is I'm I'm asking it what side it's taking in the fight, and I'm fading it. I'm going the opposite way. So how should I word this? Uh, what's an easier fight? Five raccoons or one bear? How do yeah, you just go with that. Just go with yeah. that. Let's just see what, what it says. says. <laughs> Let's just give you fight... information on bears and raccoons. Yeah. Is this fight taking place in a Walmart parking lot or in like dense woods? Because <laughs> that yeah, definitely. I think plays location a plays a role. Well, there's nothing. Yeah, we we said there's there's no weapons, right? No, like, but can okay. they? Use we we have talked about if you are in the woods, you know, you could grab possibly a stick or something, but no, like you're not no finding like a machete or anything that will really benefit you in either way. No Mexican Coke bottles. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, and what's funny too is like I was thinking when we were talking with people, it's like uh, it's not a bear like a big gay hairy man. Right. It's like a, it's an actual bear. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll that see. You might win every time, too, though. 
<laughs> right yeah the bear the it bear just will tells you a 250 pound bear will fuck you in the ass <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's see what it says here it says and it always has to give a disclaimer it says it, yep. it is important to note that any encounter with wild animals can be dangerous and it is generally recommended to avoid such situations whenever possible however to answer your question a fight with five raccoons would likely be an easier fight for a human than a fight with a bear while raccoons can be aggressive and can carry diseases such as rabies, they are much smaller than bears and can be scared off more easily. These ones mm. aren't scaring though. Okay. No, yeah. we're not scaring yeah. ours off. They want to Yeah, you're you're locked, bad. you're locked in a fucking cage. Yeah. Okay, is... so to continue, a human could potentially fight off five raccoons with their bare hands or while <laughs> a web or with a weapon such as a stick or a rock. Um <laughs> On the other hand, a bear is much larger and more power is a much larger and more powerful animal, and a human would be a significant uh, disadvantage in a fight. That's weird. Um, again, this is the the same weight, so you know it's not taken in all these elements. Even a smaller species of bear, such as a black bear, can weigh several hundred pounds and have several uh, have powerful jaws and claws that uh can cause serious injury or death in summary while both encounters could potentially be dangerous a fight with five raccoons would likely be an easier fight for a human than a fight with a bear however it is important to reiterate that it is always best to avoid any kind of physical altercation with wild <laughs> animals all right up into 10 raccoons <laughs> see 10 raccoons i'm still taking my chance with them because no way i have no shot against the bear i'm not going knuckle to knuckle with a bear no like, it's not instead happening. of 10 raccoons have, have you yeah, seen I a am. bear up close and yeah been like, yeah oh, fuck, i've been I gotta like get out of here 10 feet from a bear before yeah yeah and you're like uh, what do i do you know like that's or even like you mentioned cats like i've been lurked by a cat out out in southern california and that was a sketchy ass situation okay and, um, dude feral that. cats fuck that i'll take that i'll take the raccoons over them any day oh no i changed like line. <laughs> so the question oh. it's it's right yeah fuck a big cat dude you're I, i'll fight two bears over one <laughs> um so the the question that i changed it to is what's an easier fight for a human a bear your weight or 10 raccoons okay um <laughs> we got four paragraphs here again they, holy they shit give the, they give the same disclaimer it's important not to fight you know wild animals blah 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 we don't care about the fucking disclaimer here it's it goes on to say while raccoons can be aggressive and carry diseases such as rabies repeats that it sounds like um a human could potentially fight off 10 raccoons with their bare hands uh or with a weapon such as a stick as a rock on the other hand a bear of the same weight as a human would still have much more strength power and natural weaponry than a human even if a human had a weapon such as a knife or a gun dude get the fuck out of here you give me a gun i'm fucking a bear up yeah uh, the bear would still pose a significant threat. In summary, while both encounters could potentially be dangerous, a fight with 10 raccoons would still likely be easier than a fight with a bear. Again, hey, what did I just say? Chat GPT is wrong on all of its <laughs> MMA picks. It's fucking wrong. I'm fading it. I'm going with the I'm going with the bear still, dude. I'm telling you, we got to find one of those guys online that does the fight simulations. Yes. You know, and he'll put like <laughs> deadliest like, warrior and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just one man raccoons. against 10 raccoons and one man against the 250 pound bear. Just run it a hundred times and see how many. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going to send this to you, Rye, because this is uh, 
I mean, obviously this dude is a fucking savage of a bear here, but um, just for, for shits and giggles, <laughs> this is fucking hilarious. This asshole. Where's the bear? Who's the bear here? Yeah. Wrestling <laughs> with this bear. <laughs> like what would possess you to even do that like yeah note be... the russian music That's yeah who yeah. would do it is a russian well, yeah. well, exactly i mean we've seen uh khabib wrestling a bear when he was a kid yeah so, yeah a cub, i mean yeah. it's kind of part of their culture there's gotta yeah. be some type of domestication to that bear though. oh absolutely you kidding yeah. me yeah, yeah, it's on it's on a brick of heroin. Uh, yeah, that could be it. Yeah, we had somebody uh, write in who at one of the fairs, they used to have this thing where you could go wrestle a bear and his buddy or his dad got drunk and decided to wrestle this thing. And he fucking he wrestled it for about five seconds. The thing just flipped him over, put him on the ground and just pinned him and just Ooh. stood over him. Like he and he's like I and he was hurting for like a week afterwards. That's that's like a shit your pants type of position too. Yeah, yeah bear's lucky I wasn't there. The bear on top of you, face to face. Well, it's like that Burt Kreischer story where he's telling you know the secret word is marshmallow, and the bear just <laughs> yeah. fucking sits on him and he can't fucking yell marshmallow, and this bear's just basically suffocating him and his not wife at the time, but comes over and gets the puts a marshmallow in the bear's mouth and saves him because this fucking thing was just suffocating him. And it was just yeah. playing around. It wasn't trying to really hurt him or kill him. It was again, it was probably one of these like where I was saying semi-domesticated bears, but fuck, dude, there's just that that you can't underestimate the power of nature. Those things are just fucking to sad. be clear, a deer, a of like a young deer would fuck all five of us up. Yeah. If we're all <laughs> trying to fight a single deer. It would kill all of us, realistically. I mean, animals are different, right? It'd buck your testicles right off your (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. These things are wild. I mean, there was a there's this page, Nature is Metal. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Uh, It's a wild page. Dude, yeah, it's great. It's a great page. There's one with an elk walking around, and he's got a a fellow elk's head in his antlers, like Locked locked in. Yep. And it's like, dude, yeah, you guys, you know. When we get in fights in the streets or whatever, like I haven't been in a fight in forever, but like when we fight people, it's well understood. Like, yeah, we're fighting because we're either drunk or we're fighting over some girl that doesn't give a shit about either one of us or whatever. And then it's over when someone gets knocked out. Sometimes there's some asshole that continues to beat you. Animals, when they fight, it's to the death, dude. Like every time these things are fighting, knowing that they're going to die if they lose. So, yeah, there's head. Yeah, yeah, there's no comparison, man. There's no comparison. But uh yeah, it's a fun yeah. conversation. Have you ever seen a giraffe fight? Oh yeah. That's some crazy shit. They just fucking whack each other with their necks. And it is so loud and man, your entire rib cage would just shatter getting <sighs> hit by that thing. <laughs> yeah, it might not, not to mention you're going flying about 40 yards through yeah, the yeah. air. And your legs will break when you hit the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, craziest fights are maybe like uh like alligators because they do that shit where they twist. Oh, the mm. death roll. Giraffes yeah. are up there. You know, oh, those are nasty. Monkeys. Are nasty. 
Don't fuck monkeys, with a primate, though. dude. Monkeys, they fucking start biting off digits and then they'll rip your face, you know, rip your eyeballs right. out and shit. Like that woman in Connecticut that got fucked up by the monkey, uh, pet monkey on Xanax. Well, remember Just, the puppy, the, the dog monkey war in India that I yes. showed you? Yeah. That, yeah where they were dropping them thing. off buildings. They were dropping yeah, puppies dude. off buildings. Yeah. The, one of these dogs killed a monkey in India somewhere. And then like, it was like a, uh, like a, what's that John wick. It was like the monk. There was a monkey that was John wick that took a puppy from these dogs and they were throwing them off buildings and shit. And then the dogs and the monkeys were just like having a war. It was wild. And it, it, it's just, it's nuts, man. Nature's crazy. We should have evolved like Komodo dragons so that we could just bite people and their insides would just rot and melt out over the next oh like goodness. two days. I'm him. <laughs> well, here's one question. What's an animal that you'd feel super comfortable fighting? <laughs> a like a wild animal? <laughs> no, 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 like not, not like not like a significant disadvantage. Not like we're going to step on a squirrel and it's like, that's it. You know, like, I don't know. Even like a goat. <laughs> Fucking goat will fuck you up if it gets you with those horns. Yeah. I'm going anteater. Anteater? Yeah, I'd fight an anteater. Those things are big. I feel like there's a chance it could mess you up pretty good, but you also have a fair advantage because it doesn't have like horns or like crazy ass sharp teeth or anything. I'll fight a wallaby. Yeah, that's fair. Like a little that's kangaroo fair. type thing. Yeah. A big kangaroo will fuck you up. Yeah, I'll kick your fucking jaw off. <laughs> yeah. And punch you. Those things fucking punch. But I've seen a kangaroo be made somebody's bitch. And granted, it was yeah, an Australian dude. And Australians are savages. But he just rocked his kangaroo. And the kangaroo was like, what well, did I do? The, I was just hugging your dog. That, yeah, he was yeah, trying he to steal his, his dog, dog right? The, the, yep. <laughs> Hostage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was holding the dog. Yeah, dude. But that is one thing, man. If a kangaroo was holding my dog hostage... I am I, like, I, again, I'm John wicking it. I'm I'll going in the there. I'm going in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I never don't have a gun on me, though. So you've seen that, too, with guy, with guys who have saved their dogs from alligators. Right. I mean, I've seen videos of, of dogs getting snatched by a gator and the guy jumps in and fucking rips the, the uh, gator's mouth open and throws the pup up. It's like, yeah, damn, right. man, adrenaline, adrenaline will allow you to do crazy shit. That guy's got balls of steel. Yeah. Just, it's that parent adrenaline where you lift cars off the baby and stuff. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what's an easier fight too out of like a cougar or an alligator. That's a tough one because you're getting dragged into an element that you're not comfortable in with an alligator, like water or marshlands. Yeah, because mm. alligator, you got to watch out for both ends too because either yeah, you get tail. bit or you get whipped with that fucking tail. So, and the and twisting, if you, man. If, if you get bit, you get that death roll. Yep. Done. The death rolls. Yeah. Do, do you want to get eaten by a dinosaur or a cat? I guess that's yeah. <laughs> right. That How do you want to go? <laughs> I mean, um, it's just like you, you reach the end level of the video game and you got to fight one of these things. I, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough question. You know, people aren't giving respect to the raccoons. Maybe we need to change it up a little bit. But I, I still stand by. <laughs> I still stand by the raccoons, man. I think that's a harder fight, dude. We're right. We're just we're still 50 50 just about. A great on the really? on, on the debate. Yeah, we are let's see, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, twelve to ten, twelve raccoon, ten bear. Okay. So it's not as it's not as lopsided as you think. Actually, you were winning until tonight. So it was okay. ten to nine coming of, into tonight. 
Well, hey, thanks for ruining my record, guys. (laughs) Well, it's not. Yeah, you just chose bear. I chose raccoon. So we've kind (laughs) of had our sides here as to. I know. It's just a fun chat. dude. It's it's so much fun because it's one of those where (laughs) hopefully it never fucking happens either way. But it's a great what if scenario. You guys can create an entire spinoff series of just talking about fighting two different animals. Yeah. Just a podcast called Bears or Raccoons. Would you rather? Would you, yeah. you know, <laughs> would you rather just have uh, just, just a hunting, just some counting camo in the back with some bright orange letters? And just would you rather? And it's just a a, a segment about would you rather fight a an alligator yeah, or a cougar? You, you go know, country like, by country and find their most yep. vicious animal, and then you, you decide what would you rather fight? Or the state animal, like the national animal. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. what, what's the strongest nation by their animal? Yeah. We, we didn't even talk about fucking snakes either. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather fight 10 black mambas or a bear? You know what I mean? Like, that's the crazy thing. I'll just yeah. I know a lot of white girls that have fought black mambas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. On that note, let's get out of here, fellas. Uh, you guys uh, let let everybody know where they can find you. For sure, David? we oh, Dave hit it. Dave hit it. Whoever. No, all right, whatever. Uh, uh. Yeah, you can you can find us, myself, declassified Dave, Mystery Mike, Slick Frank Sanders. We're the Hush Hush Society Conspiracy Hour. You can find us pretty easy, uh, hushhushsociety.com. We are the only one, and we'll always be the only uh, cult website on there. So you can find that. At that link, you can find all our episodes. You can find all of our, you know, li- social media links: Facebook, Twitter, uh, Titter. Sorry, Titter. Uh, yeah, uh, Instagram, and uh, we got a blog on there. We got our merch on there. We have our link to our Rockfin. And if you don't go to our website, which we encourage you to, you can hit up hit us up on Rockfin.com/slash Hush Society. Dude, I, I, and guys, I love the show. Honestly, one of my, one of my favorite shows too. I I, I listen you. to it regularly and do keep doing what you're doing. It's great content, man. Really, Thank really you. enjoy it. Check out uh, we just put out an episode today. If you haven't listened to it, is that the fluoride? Yeah, yes, yeah. I got it in the queue. Beautiful. Nice, nice. Love it. Love yep. Oh well, thanks guys. I appreciate it. Right, what do you got going on? Uh, same old stuff, man. Just uh, you know, just putting content out there. Just putting and out a show a day. Not a show a day anymore. We cut back a little bit over here, you know. Just uh, you know, just trying to do stuff. By the way, did you look into those Grabovoi numbers and like honest opinion on those? Do you think that there's any merit to that shit? I'm afraid. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to mess with it. I just I think it might have something to do with some dark energy. You think so? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I started looking. I haven't looked too deep into it. Um, I listened to the episode and I, I have the list and stuff. I want to go deeper into some research on it um, as to what the actual numbers, you know, and, and looking. I want to talk to somebody with some numerology, too, to see what they okay. think about the numbers, because I don't know. I just feel like you're playing with fire there. It's weird, dude, but I, I mean, it, it, it's working for Kim. It, I, it, I cannot get it to work at all, like for myself. I couldn't. You know? I tried the pain one. I was having an arthritis flare-up the other day, and, and I tried it, and I was like, it didn't do shit. 
Yeah. And I, I don't know if there's something to like, uh, you know, believing that it's going to work or what, but it seems to work for Kim. It's it's I've heard it's stories of working it working for other people. Yeah. Other people there's have a- said it worked. I mean, I, I talked to a couple of people about it uh, on uh, Instagram and they were saying, yeah, I mean, I've tried it with like uh, sex magic and yeah, yeah. A, a couple different things, you know, money. I'm like, well, Good lucky you then. <laughs> yeah, dude, I cannot get it to work. I I have had horrible luck betting since I first uttered that number, the yep. the the attracting money number. And uh so yeah, it's just it's interesting. But yeah, just doing stuff like that, trying to get more into the fringe stuff. Like I said, I've been looking into that demon book and that was what I did for the last intro to the last Monday Night Master Debaters that I aired this morning. And um it's just weird, man, you know, just looking at all kinds of uh alternate information and it's fun. So that's what I'm doing here. But what about you, dude? What are you doing? Nothing. I did it. I just did an uh, episode on the state of democracy in the United States uh, based on a um, a paper put out by China from about two weeks ago. It was kind of funny. They they just laid it out there as to how the U.S. is, you know, claims to be this democratic country that's spreading democracy across the world. But really, we're just warmongers and things like that. And and our place is slipping in the overall, uh, you know, our, our trust among allies and others is slipping. And and it was a lot, you know, some of it was CCP propaganda. And I right. blatantly knew that going into it. But you got to take everything and look at the facts. So they did hit spot on on a lot of shit. Um, and then later this week, I'm going to be doing something on the Restrict Act because that's scary as fuck. Um, I got, I got a show coming out probably Friday or Saturday on, on that, that I got to record and, uh, just doing the master debaters, man. And I'm doing some, oh, the old world research. I'm trying to do this. Uh, I'm trying to look into the architects from the 1800s that built all these fucking crazy old buildings and the world's fairs behind me and stuff and see, you know, cause the story doesn't make sense to me. I'm trying to see now, how do these guys tie into other things? And that's where this whole line of cane comes in. And that a lot of these people are, are related that built these buildings or, you know, quote unquote, built these buildings or founded these buildings. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of interesting shit, man. There's never a shortage of material these days. It's beautiful. Right. Yeah. Keep it up, man. Keep I appreciate it guys. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. This was a great show. Thanks uh, so I can't much, wait man. to hear what people think about it. Uh, everybody stay strong. Question everything. It's about total control, mental, physical, spiritual, every way, shape, form possible. You have to remember how big of a conspiracy this is. This isn't talking about just the JFK thing or isn't talking about just 9-11. It's on an umbrella kind of system to where it is the biggest deception that there is. It actually exposes every other deception and nothing else brings down the power of the elite because it really exposes education, science, the economy, television, museums, universities. Think of all the things that have been fooled. I feel worse for the people that are out there building satellites, the people that are out there actually working for these space agencies the people out there teaching in schools as professors because they would all come to the conclusion eventually once this gets out that they've all been contributing to the lie